I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Movies that are based on a true story are notorious for manipulating the truth in order to make the cinematic experience that much more entertaining and pacey, as is often the case when it comes to their endings. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are seven true story movies that left out the real horrific ending. Number 7. Hinkley's Water is Still Poisonous Erin Brockovich Erin Brockovich follows Oscar winner Julia Roberts as the title character, a determined single mother who discovers that the groundwater in a small American town, Hinkley, California, is contaminated with chromium, and that the company responsible for this has been trying to cover it up. The film ends with Brockovich exposing the truth, forcing the company to pay a settlement of $333 million, which is to be shared among the affected residents of the town. Brockovich herself gets a two million dollar bonus for her efforts, ending the movie on a victorious note. But in reality, things turned out to be a lot less peachy. This is because there are still plenty of chromium fears surrounding the town's water. In 2010, Hinkley resident Carmela Gonzalez found an increase in chromium-6 in her water supply, with further testing revealing the original underground chromium plume had actually grown in the years since Brockovich's 1996 legal victory. Even worse, the town itself has gradually shrunk over the last two decades. In 2015, it lost its only gas station and post office, and things are looking so dire for the town that the New York Times even described it as a ghost town. As it turns out, winning a load of money doesn't exactly make things suddenly better. Number 6. Kenneth Waters died immediately after being released. Conviction Based on a famous real-life case, this overlooked 2010 drama stars Sam Rockwell as a wrongfully convicted man named Kenneth Waters. Despite having a strong alibi, Kenneth was sentenced to life in prison in 1983 for the murder of Katharina Brow. He stayed locked up until 2001, at which point his sister, Betty Ann Waters, was able to prove his innocence and have him released. And the movie ends with Kenneth being freed from prison in 2001. 18 years after he was initially put there. He reunites with his sister in an emotional scene and the credits roll on a happy note, with on-screen text informing us that Betty Ann's work helped prevent other wrongful convictions as well. But curiously, and somewhat bizarrely, this text leaves out one important detail, and that's how Kenneth's story actually ended. You see, Kenneth didn't get the happy ending the movie leads you to believe he did. Tragedy struck just six months after he was released, when he fell off a wall and died of a head injury while taking a short cut home. For some reason, Conviction makes no mention of this incident, despite coming out nine years after it occurred. 
Number five, nobody knows if the whales actually survived. Big Miracle. Being a family movie and all, Big Miracle was never going to have a dark ending, but all the same, its uplifting finale completely glosses over the grim reality of the situation. This melodramatic 2012 drama tells the story of Operation Breakthrough, a combined US and Soviet effort to free three grey whales who had gotten themselves trapped beneath the ice in Alaska. Although one of the whales died along the way, the operation was ultimately declared a success when the ice was broken, granting the the two remaining whales their freedom and allowing them to swim away. This is where the movie ends, with the two surviving whales heading off into the ocean. But in reality, Operation Breakthrough didn't have a Hollywood-style everything-is-perfect ending. While it is true that the two whales did swim away, nobody knows what happened to them afterwards, and no sign of them was ever discovered. And that's not too good. Furthermore, the whales would have had to swim through even more ice to reach their destination, and this, combined with the fact that Operation Breakthrough was a stressful and painful ordeal for them, has led many to speculate that they both died from exhaustion. Either that, or they got themselves trapped in some more ice all over again. Those poor whales. Number four, Coach Boone was fired after accusations of player abuse. Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans is often viewed as one of the most uplifting movies ever made, and it's actually quite hard to argue against that. Telling the story of a high school football coach, Herman Boone, it's a movie that's designed to be heartwarming and inspiring. But away from the big screen, the conclusion of Boone's story was anything but. Portrayed by Denzel Washington, the film's finale shows Boone and his team winning their big game in a true sports movie fashion. Then, just before the credits roll, some on-screen text informs us that the real-life Boone coached the Titans for five more years, and while this is true, the exact reason he stopped coaching them is completely omitted, and that's probably because the circumstances were quite controversial. You see, in 1979, Boone was fired from his position by the school's principal after being accused of abusing players, orally and physically. His players are also said to have mutinied against him. In addition, Boone received complaints from three of his assistant coaches who actually threatened to resign unless he was fully removed. Now, while the truth is still up for debate here, as Boone has firmly denied the allegations leveled against him, remember the Titans consciously chose to exclude this dodgy period of his life, with a Disney-fied ending that refused to explore any of the drama that dogged him in the years after the movie was set. Number 3. Louis Zamperini's PTSD Caused Him to Strangle His Wife, Unbroken Directed by Angelina Jolie, 2014's Unbroken stars Jack O'Connell as a soldier who, in 1943, crash lands in the ocean during the Second World War, resulting in him being captured by the Japanese and held as a prisoner. And during this time, he is beaten constantly. But thankfully, he's liberated when the war comes to an end in 1945, allowing him to return home to his family. And this is where the movie ends. It's an incredibly moving scene, but in reality, he was actually met with even more struggles after touching down on American soil. He suffered from PTSD quite heavily, constantly having nightmares about strangling his Japanese captors, nightmares that were so vivid that he ended up strangling his wife, who was sleeping in the bed next to him. He also became addicted to alcohol, getting drunk every single night in an effort to try and sleep better, which unsurprisingly did not improve his mental state. Though Zamperini did eventually escape this dark period of his life, the movie seems to indicate that when he returned turned home after the war that everything was totally fine for him, but in actual fact, he couldn't shake off the demons of his past. 
Number two, the families of the dead passengers were billed for their corpses, Titanic. So while Titanic did strive for historical accuracy in certain areas, for instance the design and the layout of the ship itself, James Cameron's 1997 romantic epic takes huge liberties with the truth in order to make its story more entertaining. Everybody knows that Jack and Rose never actually existed, with their tragic love story being a fabrication that was designed to give the movie a big emotional punch. This aside though, the Titanic also leaves out several huge details tells about the real-life disaster, including the rather horrific tidbit about the fates of the corpses that were floating in the ocean. Now, the movie ends with Rose being rescued from the shipwreck and making her way to New York City. But what happened to all of those dead bodies that were left behind in the water? Well, many of them weren't ever recovered, but the body of John Hume, a violinist who played on board the ship, was recovered. Then, two weeks later, John's father received a bill, which cruelly asked him to cough up some cash. Why? Well, because it turns out that John's employer had made some alterations to his uniform, which was still attached to his dead body, and they wanted his father to cover those costs. Inconsiderate may well be an understatement here. And number one, Christy Brown was trapped in a physically abusive marriage. My left foot. My Left Foot stars the great Daniel Day-Lewis as Christy Brown, a man born with severe cerebral palsy. The only body part that Christy was able to fully control is his left foot, but he doesn't let that hold him back. Using this single limb, he takes up painting as a hobby and eventually becomes a skilled artist. At the end of the movie, some on-screen text states that Christy married a woman named Mary Carr on the 5th of October 1972, and the very last shot shows the pair having a laugh together as they pop a bottle of champagne. It's heartwarming stuff, but this optimistic conclusion Conclusion is a far cry from the grim reality of Christie's story. According to a book about Christie's life, aptly titled Christie Brown, The Life That Inspired My Left Foot, Carr was an alcoholic and a prostitute, and she slept around with many other people while she was married to Christie. In addition, bruises found on his body suggest that Carr was physically abusive towards him, and it's believed that her neglect was a driving factor to his death at just 49 years of age. While it's important to note that the book doesn't feature Carr's perspective or the perspective of her family or friends, friends, the evidence against her paints a shocking picture, indicating that Christie did not live the happy life that the movie's ending sets up. Grim. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.